can't take it anymore. Good afternoon, good evening, good day, and good morning, Blurtsters, wherever you are around the world. You are listening to the you. Blurt. We acknowledge the First Nations peoples of this land, the traditional custodians, and pay our respects to the elders past, present, and future. We recognise the ongoing impacts of colonisation and the importance of a voice to Parliament to ensure the sovereignty and self-determination of First Nation peoples is respected and upheld. We commit to working together towards a just and equitable future for all Australians. Hi, I'm Keely, and tonight I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country, the Kulin Nation of the Woiwurrung people. Sovereignty was never ceded, always has been and always will be Aboriginal land. It is the 18th of July, and I've only got one hand for the show. So, good evening, <laughs> Wensi. How are you doing? Uh, thanks, Kexter. Yes, uh, my name is Wensi, and I am coming to you from the traditional owners of the land on which I live and work, the Yagra and Turbals, Turbal peoples. Uh, sovereignty was never ceded. Um, yes, I do hear that you are uh, incapacitated. What? I am. I am incapacitated, but... What has happened? But you'll like this segue. I don't need a blood transfusion. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and and the, reason, the reason I say that is because we're very, very lucky tonight. We have uh, Andrew from Lifeblood with us tonight. And uh, we're going to um, grill him like a, uh, a well well um well charred steak no that's not true we're going to <laughs> to ask what's going on at lifeblood and what people can do to um um to help uh, out as much as possibly and contribute uh blood uh platelets and anything else and i have heard some other things that are being donated as well so it'll be interesting to ask andrew okay. about that um okay so first things first yes i'm in a sling yes my hand hurts a lot why is this so? Yes, why is um, it so? Why is this so? Full cream Hoffner. Um, the <laughs> reason is because I just had a skin cancer removed from my hand. Ooh. And it wasn't a melanoma. It was a, what they call a squasal cell carcinoma. And, um, and they're still a cancer, but uh, they don't do what melanomas do. So they still need to go, but it's yeah. just not quite as serious as you, if you get a melanoma. Right. Um, and how, how big was the cancer that was taken out? Absolutely tiny. Right. How big is the scar? About two and a half inches long. Wow, just to get so, something that's really tiny yeah. out. Yep. So it's, um, yeah, it's pretty painful because if you think about someone cutting straight into your hand mm -hmm. um, and then sewing it back together again because uh, they've taken the skin that should have been there in the first place that isn't there anymore, um, yes, eek. you end up in a bit of pain. So I I'm, in a, imagine. I'm in a sling because um, I, I don't want to, basically, I don't want to get my hand lower than my elbow. Right. And how long will the pain last, do you think? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or what um, did they say, a couple of days? Well, a couple of days, yeah. Um, I said to work that I will probably uh, make an arrival on Thursday. Um, I'm not really sure at this stage what I'm going to be able to do with my hand. Um, it's swollen up, swollen up like um, little fat chips at the moment, as you oh, can wow. probably imagine. Yeah. 
Because, and it's your well, dominant hand too, isn't it? So you're doing yes. everything with your non-dominant hand. Correct. <laughs> wow. Yes. So it's I'm just living that life of, um, you know, people that have any sort of disability that they can't use the other side. It's, you know, it's incredible. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come <laughs> on. Jokes at the end, Vicky. Jokes at the end. Seriously. No, no. All right, we've got to, we've got to read this one out. Vicky, um, our dear listener um, and watcher, says at least Wentz is there, so you don't have to do the show single-handedly. Oh, come on. Do you have a boom tush? She she deserves one. She, she does. She does deserve, deserve one. Yes. If, I, if 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 I can if I can actually orchestrate my hand to get anywhere near one, I will. I will try because seriously, that just deserved one. There, there we go. go. There yeah. you go. Nice work, Vicky. Very nice work. Um, so yeah, so anyway, that's 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 my my ordeal. But talking about ordeals, um, what's uh what's going on with Swagwatch at the moment in America? What's happening? Gosh, um, as we've covered a few times in the last few weeks, um the directors guild, as we talked I think two or three weeks ago they came to an agreement with the studios the actors were waiting on a deadline when their contract ended which uh, was last week uh, that uh, time frame has come and gone so they had not come to an agreement so now the actors are now on strike uh, with the writers uh, guild and um, in Hollywood so what does this mean um, some of the immediate impacts that we heard over the weekend and late last week were premieres of movies like Oppenheimer or uh, the actors just, um, didn't attend the premieres or walked off because of the strike action starting around that time that they were doing the, uh, the red carpet. So as of now, actors uh, will not be acting, promoting or anything like that. So, yeah, so the last time this happened where the writers and the actors uh, went on strike together was about 60 years ago. So, yeah. I know Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher's been all over this, hasn't she? Because mm. I think she's leading it. Yeah, yeah, she's the um, president of the SAG, I forget the terminology, or the SAG-AFTRA. Screenwriters and Actors Guild, I think. Yeah, and then AFTRA. So, yeah, so that's going to continue. One of the things that are currently in production that might be affected, uh, there's the Gladiator sequel, which I had no idea was um, in production at the moment. Or No, not at all. About. Jeez, uh, Russell will have to get in um, into shape for that. I mean, he's, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless <laughs> unless he's not playing the Gladiator, which it wouldn't surprise me if he was. can't imagine he will probably be the father yeah. of the Gladiator or something. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Other movies, uh, Ghostbusters 4, Mufasa, The Lion King, Avatar 3 and 4. Apparently even Paddington in Peru might be affected. Can't believe they oh. have an Avatar 3 and 4. I thought yeah. they would have stopped it. One. Yeah. Well, didn't two just come out this year or last year? <sighs> Gee whiz, I tried to miss one so hard. I mean, really, <laughs> seriously. It's just, yeah. just not on. Just not on. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Um, well, excellent. Thank you very much for that homework. Fantastic job on Swagwatch. Uh, something else that happened today as well was, um, and alluding to my name, Victorian Presser, because um, that's exactly what we had today. We had a, another Victorian uh, press conference um, with um, Daniel Andrews, the Premier of Victoria, 
And uh, he has said that after doing uh, much uh, investigation and um, sort of getting actuality costs of what the games is actually going to cost uh, Victoria, uh, it's going to cost closer to seven million, and the budget was two point six. Uh, seven billion, you mean? Sorry, yeah, seven billion. Yeah, yep. sorry. Yes, yep. and the and the budget that they had budgeted for at the time via the other government, not the one that's in now, i.e. the Commonwealth government, i.e. the um, federal government, mm -hmm. uh, when that uh, conversation was had, the budget was made to 2.6. Right, um, okay. And now when they're going through all the prelims and about to jot, uh, sorry, nail down the contracts, et cetera, uh, it's looking like it's more like seven bill and the benefits... Right just uh, not outweighing what the mm. uh, cost layout's going to be. The other interesting thing about that is that uh, every other state and New Zealand have all said none of them are going to no take No thanks. That. Exactly right. Not going to touch that one. No, no. So my question is, is that embarrassing for the government and what happens to the Commonwealth Games now? Does that mean that that is in jeopardy? Well, it, it's interesting. Well, it's interesting because the last Commonwealth Games um, had the same issue. Uh, South Africa was meant to be um, hosting it. Durban was meant to be hosting it. They couldn't do it. They withdrew. Birmingham took it over. Oh, right. It's not, so it's not a, you know, it's not a, it's not a big, yeah, I mean, big really, deal. I mean, let, let's be honest here. Why do we even bother having the Commonwealth Games? Because really, yeah, the only reason is so that Australia can get more models than anyone else. I mean, what's yeah, the cause point? Yeah, because we, we dominate the, the swim meets. In the Commonwealth the Games, we, yeah. yeah, in the Com Games, that's the only reason I mean, why we do it. <laughs> what, what's, I mean, what, what is the point? I don't understand it. It's an archaic fallacy that we've been going on for years and years now, and obviously, from the Commonwealth, the head of the Commonwealth, mm. we want to sort of really, I mean, if we're serious as a country and want to grow up a bit, you know, sort of looking at being a republic in the next five to ten years. So, you know, um, Commonwealth Games, I'm like, you know, big deal. Yeah. That's good um, practice for our athletes for the big game in the Olympics. Oh, look, it is, but they have much better meets around the world. They have like yeah, international true. meets everywhere, like yeah. really serious world games for what they do if it's sprinting or swimming or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, I don't see yeah. it being a, a major drama. But, um, yeah. yeah, when you have to back down, you have to back down. But, you mm. know, I mean, even the regionals, regionals have come out and said, no, I understand it. Oh, we're disappointed. Yep. We wanted it, blah, blah, blah. But we're still going to get um, the $1 billion in housing, et cetera. So we're still happy mm. with the results. Yeah, so, so as long as that continues, yeah. Correct. So that, that's really all you can do from that perspective. Mm. But anyway, um, I think it's probably time to bring Andrew in on our new uh, on our segment tonight on the Blurt on Society. What do you think? Mm. I well, think that sounds good. Before I do, I'm going mm -hmm. to play this and then I'll bring Andrew in. So just give me two seconds. Just uh, having fun with one hand. Just bear with me. <laughs> the non-dominating hand. <laughs> You're the lifeblood of Australia. Search Give Blood and book your donation with Australian Red Cross Lifeblood today. Give life. Give blood. Bert on society. So if you can do the honours, please, Wincy. Okay, here we go. Let's unmute Andrew so we can hear him. Good evening, Andrew. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good, thanks. Um, and yourselves? 
Uh, very, very good. Just before we uh, start, Andrew, we're absolutely thrilled to have you today as a special guest mm. from the Blood yeah. Bank. And we understand the crucial role that uh, it it um, that it has for saving lives and ensuring steady supply of blood and medical emergencies and treatments. And uh, we're fantastic at your insights to the world of blood donations. So uh, thank you very much for being on the New Blood. Hello, thanks for having me. And just I'd like to acknowledge um, I'm on the land of the Ghana people today. And I'd like to acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Perfect. Magnificent. <laughs> the land of the Ghana people, can you please enlighten our listeners and myself? Because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to you from Adelaide in South Australia. Right. Okay, fantastic. So I uh, I saw when we had a bit of an email trail, there was something about an Adelaide time, and I hadn't appreciated that you were coming <laughs> from Adelaide. <laughs> so yeah. I really do appreciate that, um, that you did. And... Mm. Uh, that the times worked out so that's that's and it is a beautiful part of the country i was only there about a month ago for work only for two or three nights but it is um a beautiful area and the city's nice and especially when you travel outside of the city into the regions it's quite nice too so it's a lovely place to live are they lovely people to donate blood for you over there in adelaide what what, what's your role in all of this uh andrew yeah, my role uh, with Lifeblood is to um, to talk to organisations, um, be it corporate or um, community groups, um, and encourage them and educate them on donating and the benefits that donating has to our society. Excellent. Um, what what's the the type of blood that you need the most from from us? <laughs> Everyone asks that question, and to be very. <laughs> And to be very honest, we need every type of blood. Every type. Um, for, 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 for everybody to know, there are eight basic blood groups, um, O positive being the most common. Um, and then, of course, the magic blood that um, is the universal blood, O negative, with, with around only 7% have that blood. But saying that, the importance, that, of, be everybody, me. Yeah, sorry, the importance of everybody donating is that um, O negative blood being the universal Blood. blood is the blood that's used with our ambulances and um, on, on air, air ambulances. Um, mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we've got a good supply of that so we don't want to be using O-negative blood when we don't have to. Right, okay. Now, I totally understand that because I am of that 7%. But um, as you would appreciate, Andrew, unfortunately, I've now had um, uh, cancer, uh, okay. melanoma, so... I don't think the squazal cell one is a massive issue. I'm not sure. You would know more than that than I would. But the melanoma I know definitely is. So from the date that I had my melanoma, I wasn't able to give blood for five years. Um, Would that now elongate itself with this other one I just had? Although it's not a melanoma. Look, I'm not medically trained. Um, so that's what cool. we, would say, that's fine. we say to okay. anybody that's had an, um, a cancer or an operation of any type at all, or even who's on medications, the best thing to do is contact us, give us a call, um, and we'll be able to talk you through and just check everything around what's going on. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Um, what I wanted to ask was, I <laughs> there was something I read, and and you, and you might not be across this, Andrew, but just it, it's not a it's not a particularly technical question, but it just might be a little bit out of your remit. Um, apparently, people can donate breast milk to the to the blood bank. Is, is that oh, really? right? I mean, Correct. yeah, apparently so. Yeah, so if you could maybe elaborate a little bit on that, would be great. Because I, I, yeah. I had no idea. 
Mm. Yeah, again, we do, we don't just do we don't just do blood, and that was something that when I joined Lifeblood, I've only been with Lifeblood for eight months. Mm-hmm. So okay. when I joined Lifeblood eight months ago, totally blew me away. But yes, we do have a breast milk bank, um, and obviously that is used for um, for premature babies when a, a mother can't suppress her own milk, mm-hmm. um, and it's best to give the baby human milk as opposed to yep. formula. Um, yep. And fantastic news that we've just actually been given an eight million dollar grant. So we are going to be able to expand that um, across more states as well. So where where are they, where is that offered at the moment? Is it at every lifeblood, every capital city or? No, it's only in three states at the moment. Um, And it's not actually done in a donor center. Um, We actually go out to see the, um, to see the, 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 the people who are donating. Right. Um, (laughs) Do you have regional centers that people can go donate blood or? Yeah. We do. We have um, donor centres all the way across the country. So we have our fixed donor centres um, in major, major locations. And then we also have our, our donor mobile unit. So our, our big bus, um, although it's a little bit bigger than a bus, it's actually more of an, like an articulated lorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have some things called pop-ups. And pop-ups are where we go to a town for perhaps four or five days every three months and set up a mini um, life, uh, um, life blood centre. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Andrew, uh, I just um, wanted, we were talking before, so uh, as, as we just talked about um, with breast milk, et cetera, um, I know platelets and plasma is something you're uh, obviously after as well. And is there any sort of criteria that people obviously need to, to pass to, to do that? Uh, is it just as easy as sort of walking in, filling out a form and then finding that out or would they find that out before they get there? Mm. Um, yes, so um, with both plasma and platelets, um, once you come and donate, we will be able to tell you if you are eligible to donate um, plasma or platelets. Platelets is a little bit more specialised and not so many people can donate platelets. Um, but with plasma, um, we do find that a, a, a lot of people are eligible to donate plasma. Why, why is that? Is it a different process to donating blood? Um, it, it's a very similar process. Um, it, but it's, when you're donating plasma, it's a slightly longer process, which involves having that needle in your arm for a little bit longer. So we need to ensure that your vein is strong enough um, to actually be able to hold the, the needle for that long. Because, you know, what is extremely important is that is your health and safety. You know, you're doing an amazing thing when you come into a donor centre to, to donate. So we have a responsibility to make sure that you are okay as well. Yeah. Do you ever get many any people who who faint or anything like that? Any incidents like that? Oh, look in in, in every in every um, everywhere in the world. But yes, you do get people that sort of do have a reaction, but it is so minimal. Uh, mm-hmm. It is it's unbelievable. I think I think I've maybe seen one in eight months. Yeah. Um, and you know we we have trained um, registered nurses um, on duty at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we you know we we've got the right people there if anything were to go were to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's funny that you talk about that because, as I said, um, I'm of that seven percent, which is you know quite unique. And as you said, that people fainting is quite unique. It looks like we're pretty unique of our family, <laughs> because um, my other half, when I told her to give blood a while ago, she gave blood far too fast, went to get up, and passed out. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I, no. I don't I don't know if it's because he's vegetarian and iron was down or I'm not sure. So yeah, fantastic. Really good question, uh Vicky. 
So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what happened there. So Vicky has asked, uh, she hasn't donated before, and would you maybe able to uh, talk through what happens when someone comes in to donate, Andrew? That would be wonderful. Thank you. Of course I can. Yeah, of course I can. Look, the first thing, Vicky, is it's really important. Um, you, well, when you're here in Australia, you do need to register. So we ask you to register online or via the app, and it's really quick and it's really simple. It's just some basic details. Um, and once you've done that, we ask you to do an eligibility quiz. That's just to check that you are okay to be able to donate. Once you've done all of that, you click on book an appointment and you go into the donor centre. Um, the process in the donor centre is initially you go and um, grab one of our iPads or our um, tablets and you just answer some questions. You can't answer those questions in advance because we need to know about you on the actual day that you're donating. And from there, you'll go and have a private interview with one of our donor nurses. I'm sure, I'm sure basically, or they'll basically just talk to you about the questions you just answered and go through any of them that we might need to go through. Um, yeah. From there, so long as everything is okay, um, you'll go out and you'll complete your donation. Um, if you're donating blood, it takes around about 10 minutes. Um, if you're donating plasma, between 30 and 45 minutes. Um, so it should, it should take 10 minutes to, um, to give blood? Up to about 10 minutes, yes. That's probably yeah. why she passed out. It took <laughs> um, five from there, um, yeah, From there, we do ask you to stay. We call them couches. So we do ask you to stay in the couch for 10 minutes just to make sure you're okay. Um, and then the fun bit happens that we ask you to also remain in the donor centre for another 15 minutes. Um, and long gone are the days of tea and biscuits. Um, oh, I know. Be my next question. <laughs> party pies, sausage rolls, veggie rolls. Um, we'll even make milkshakes for you by hand. Um, oh, wow. So, and then tea and coffee and things as well. So it's um, it's it's a much different experience now um, when you're donating. I know. I used to absolutely adore donating um, for that exact reason uh, because they had the really good uh, fruit cakes and the really good mm. local biscuits. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I got to say though, I, I I don't know if there was a, a time that there was sort of the blood bank was slightly defunded or whatever because there was a time that. Um, that area was just, um, uh, it was, um, manned, personed, um, a lot less, uh, than it used to be. And it used to, it seemed to be far more self-serve. And I just wondered if that has hit the blood bank and if there hasn't been any funding cuts or anything like that. Oh, look, I'm not across funding um, cuts, funding or anything within within Lifeblood, um, but we do utilise um, a lot of our volunteers in those areas. We've got an amazing group of volunteers that, that come in and help us. Um, and I think at this point, I'd just like to reach out and thank those because they're just an amazing group of people. Are they the nurses and people like that? Or no, a nurse is or behind our, the scenes? Our employees. Um, these are yeah. people that come and help in the cafe area, so there's the snack area. Um, to yeah, make sure okay. that that's all clean, tidy, and up and running for you. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, it is. It is a fantastic job they do when um, when they are there. Absolutely, it's uh, it is fantastic, and it's awesome that people are volunteering for uh, such a cause. As you probably know, Andrew, in the states, they pay them to give blood. It's and, and as I mean, from my uh, humble opinion, I think it's terrible because it actually starts a circular sort of mafia. Thing that you know uh someone gives blood and they gave blood to get money because they were desperate they get that money desperate then they go out and the mafia is waiting for them gets you know they get the drugs etc etc and the circle continues and apparently the screening is nothing compared to what it is in australia from my understanding 
you know we do we do have here in australia we do have some of or some of this that we have like one of the safest blood supplies in the world and we're we're really proud of of you know of the screening that we go through with our donors to make sure that everything is going to be good um, with the donations well what's involved with the screening do, do you screen for many of the um things that could affect the blood or is it just a, a small percentage of things because for example i'm south american uh, Chilean by birth, and I haven't donated blood because I was told that um, there's a potential I might have Chagra's disease, even though it's not screened for, or because it's not screened and tested, then that, that's the reason why I can't donate blood, which I'd love to do, but is there a way I can say, all right, I've been tested, I don't have it, can I donate? Yeah, look, with, with specific um, 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 things we do again ask you to contact one of our uh, one of our staff to actually donate nurses to check to say what it is. Um, but you will find a lot of the time you will still be eligible to donate plasma. Mm. So plasma is um, is that wonderful thing that we can um, you can donate um, more more easily um, yep. because it is treated in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I used to donate plasma, then I think life just got too busy and I forgot to go back and and get back into the rhythm so i think i will have to get back into that rhythm and and start again you flick me an email wait see i can get yep. you an appointment whatever you need what i promise awesome no worries <laughs> i will <laughs> excellent so it's oh, good to have friends on the inside uh it sure <laughs> does um does does blood and plasma have a use by date once you've collected it um blood does um, and this is why it's really important that we we get as many people donating as possible. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure if you're you're aware, but um, currently in Australia, only one, one about one in thirty people donate, um, and and you can donate Aaron. blood. I know, and you can donate blood once every ninety days or once every three months. Mm -hmm. Blood, however, only lasts lasts forty two days outside of the body. So mm -hmm. when we look when we put the numbers in there, the numbers don't quite stack up. Um, so we are so reliant on our on our blood donors to be donating that four times a year to keep up with the supply. Plasma is slightly different um, because plasma actually goes off to um, to an organisation called CSL um, nice. and CSL Bearing, um, and they actually utilise that plasma in the manufacture of um, the treatments and the drugs. Um, for example, for cancer treatments, um, even as something as simple as um, the tetanus. Um, vaccine that contains yeah. plasma. Oh right. oh, right. I had no idea. Cool. No, me neither. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just a question on that, uh, Andrew. Um, we heard of um, uh, people doing weird and wonderful things when it comes to donating. There was a couple apparently that donated on their wedding day. What's, what's the strangest uh, sort of funniest story or just strangest um occurrence that you've seen with you know people i don't know making an occasion to all donate together or whether it was a family or whatever just 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 interested <laughs> look part of my role as i mentioned is talking to corporates and um, communities and getting those to donate um so you know we we all at the moment we're in the middle of what's called the emergency services blood drive when we work really closely with our emergency services organizations and get them in donating they are just they're just amazingly generous you know every day they're in saving lives and then they come into our donor center and save a few more lives so perhaps a really beautiful one um although it wasn't emergency services that i had just last week 
was I had a group of nine nurses from the Royal Adelaide Hospital come in and donate before their shift, so saved lives before their shift, and then went off to work and donated uh, and went to work straight after their donation. Awesome. That's fantastic. That is absolutely awesome. No doubt about it. Uh, Wendy, over you, my friend. Um, what is the youngest and the oldest that you can donate? When can you start and when can you stop? <laughs> yeah, you can start um, when you're 18. So on your 18th birthday. And going back to that last comment, I also had a, a beautiful young lady come and donate on her 18th birthday. And she said that the greatest thing, the greatest present she could have is knowing that she had saved up to three lives on her 18th birthday. Oh, yeah. So that was beautiful. Um, it and is your first, yeah, And your first donation has to be before your 75th birthday. Now, that doesn't that? mean when you're 75, you've got to stop. It mm -hmm. means that your first donation has got to happen before your 75th birthday. And you know, we've got What's donors that? late 80s yeah. um, that I oh, see every I... week in the donors or every other week in the donor centre. So, right. yeah, you can go on, go on donating as long as you're fit yeah. and healthy. So okay. we should really have a new slogan, donate till you die. That's really, that would be <laughs> probably. <laughs> and... Um... What's the busiest time of year for donations that you've seen so far or that you The hear busiest of? or the time we need donations? I think it's type the time we need donations the most. Um, we always need donations over the holiday periods. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the things that blood is used for, like road traffic accidents, like treating yeah. treatment of cancer, mm. they don't go on holiday. Um, yeah. They're with us 365 days of the year. They don't have the pleasure of jetting off to... I don't know, Fiji or somewhere. Um, so we have major, major shortages during the Christmas period, the Easter periods, and when there are when, when there are big holidays. So we always ask, you know, they're the times that we really need people to donate. Another time is now, winter time. Mm -hmm. um, one of the criteria for donating is that you have to be fit and healthy and you can't have been sick in the last seven days. Um, it's obviously, you know, meaning a cough and cold season. We're mm -hmm. seeing around 2,000 more cancellations every week across the country than we would yeah, normally right. see. Yeah. yeah, that sort of makes sense. So sort of coming back to that, um, I, I would have thought, I mean, same as sort of um, organ donation in, in this country, um, apparently we're a little bit lapsed on that, I understand. Um, with blood donations, uh, do you think that there could be a situation that we can set it up so it's an opt-out rather than an opt-in? Because I, I think, and I, I may be incorrect here, but I think in some of the Scandinavian countries, they've got like opt-outs rather than opt-ins so that, you you know, you, you're getting as much blood and um, organ donation as humanly possible, as it were. Just... Look, that's something I've never been asked, and I think you know that's, that's something for the um, for the powers of be at Lifeblood to look at. But part of the part of donating is you have to actually go and donate. Mm. Uh, so you know you have to physically go to a location to donate. So um, we are just totally reliant on on, on people's goodwill, um, and then you know going in and donating and doing that selfless act. Mm. Yeah, I, th I think in Chile, from memory, because I lived there for for a period of time when I was a late teen, um, they actually do it in hospitals, and we donate the blood. So it's not necessarily at a blood bank type uh, facility. So is that something that would benefit us here in Australia to also have when people are visiting hospitals that they they could just donate on the spot? Um, again, that's something that would sort of obviously be with the teams that look after the donation. Mm. Um, the don you know where, where donations are happening to mm. to 
to, to, to look at and things. But, um, you know, the system we have in Australia at the moment, it, it works extremely well. Mm. Um, the beauty with, of course, having donor centres is they can be in locations close to where people work or close to where they live. Um, so it makes that, that donation process all that much easier. Yeah, yeah, the pop-up and the, the truck that moves around <laughs> makes it easier, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic initiative. The, the other thing I was going to ask regarding that, um, so did those uh, trucks go into high schools? or? Oh, no, that's right, they can't because they have to be 18, yeah, 18 and above. Yeah. But yeah. do they go to universities or, um, you know, do they do they turn up at people's workplaces haphazardly or does it always need to be scheduled and et cetera? Or? No, they are scheduled. Um, so that we, they basically are sort of exactly like, I suppose, another donor centre, that they go on a, a regular schedule. Um, but yes, in some in some locations, for example, in Queen, um, in Queensland, um, they actually do go to one of the main universities there and also at Queens, uh, go to Queensland Tape. So it just depends on where you're located in the country as to where the mobile units will, will go to. Yeah, true. Um, one other question I, I was being, I was curious, um, during the pandemic, did it, did you guys have less donations or more? I can only imagine well, less. <laughs> yeah, look, during the pandemic, we were, obviously we were considered as an essential service. Yeah. So that meant that obviously we could continue to continue operating. Um, for everyone that's been in a donor centre, um, we we met all of the um, the distancing rules um, when you're donating, mm. um, but we did have to do a few changes, obviously, with um, protection for our donor nurses. Yeah. Um, because of that, I think a lot of people cho chose to to perhaps donate for the first time, which mm. was fantastic because, of course, some of our existing donors were potentially or had potentially have got COVID. Um, so we found during that time we, we, we were okay. We kept up with the requirements that we needed. Um, there was less of a demand, of course, as well during that period because there were less operations and things happening. So the need for blood in hospitals actually did mm. reduce. Yeah, that's true. I, I remember um, just during the pandemic um, uh, giving blood because I did give it during the pandemic. It was, it was really good because it meant I could get out of the house, drive my car, um, park it somewhere and uh, you know and as you say safe distance it was really really well done and um, yeah absolutely hats off to the uh, blood bank it was it's superbly well done um, they made sure that there was uh, equal distance between um, patients etc so that uh, we were you know getting the meterage right and all those sort of things mm. so um, but also, yeah, it was a fan. I mean, it's fantastic to donate, but the double E sword was you got out of your house. So, and I think, look, I'm not, I, I, being South Australia, we didn't, didn't go through the lockdown, some states went through, but my understanding was um, you were actually allowed to, that was over and above your allotted time out of, out of the house. That's exactly correct. Yes, as you oh. say, it was an essential service. So, <laughs> I, I definitely took that essential and service. You, you, took, you took that advantage of that. Kegster. I did. I did indeed. It was what was it, six months of lockdown in total for you guys? I don't know. It was more than that. Um, <laughs> you, can thank, you can thank New South Wales for at least three and a half months of it. So, yeah. um, you know. But anyway, that's a long time ago. I'm not. Let's not, not start that no. war again or restart No, it. I, I don't want to have the memories. I'm sorry. I'm not going back there. 
Um, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show and um, answering uh, our questions and our viewers' questions. Absolutely brilliant. We are so much more enlightened uh, before having you on and um, really appreciate what you're doing down there. We will keep pushing the blood, blood bank on our show as we do every week. And um, just, yeah, just really, really appreciate your time. Um, Wednesday, yep. I'm going to have to let you do the other bit because I've only got one hand. So no it's worries, not free no. at the moment. So. Before, before, yep. we, before you go, can I just yes. put a massive yes. shout out? Thank you to all of our existing donors. Um, they are, as I said, an amazing group of people. Um, and, yeah, you know, we are, we are so reliant on them. So to our existing donors, thank you so much. And for those of you that haven't donated before, honestly, it's really easy. It's really simple. Please register and go and donate and help save some lives. Exactly. Listen to nice Andrew Blurtsters, please. That would be wonderful. Yes, Vigista is very interesting and thank you. So hopefully we'll get a new donor by from Vicky and it will encourage me to go back and start donating plasma. So thanks very much, Andrew. Thank you. All right, have a great evening. Yeah, thank thanks you so much later. for your time. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's oh, great. It was absolutely very enlightening. It was it. really good. It was fantastic. And yeah, I just read recently about the breast milk uh, donation, and I, uh, I was no idea. I know. I was really quite um, quite taken by it. I had absolutely mm. no clue either. And obviously, we know it's for babies, but I was just like, I'm not exactly sure whose babies. But yeah, so premature ones. So that's really yeah, interesting. yeah. There you go. Really interesting. So they do four, four, four different products. So breast milk, platelets, plasma, and blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's a one-stop shop, isn't it? It's it's incredible. Um, the operation oh. is incredible. The people are beautiful. Um, and as he said, uh, the technicians there are, are just fantastic. I mean, I remember yeah. a lady I used to have uh, a lot of the time, and there was some other ones there as well. The sort of you know uh, sort of uh, circulated. Um, so you were aware of who they were type thing when, when you mm. came in. And, and as I said to you, I've done it nearly 50 times or whatever. So I knew a few people and um, you'd always see one person go, oh, I want that person <laughs> because you know that <laughs> it, it, it's it's really interesting. You wouldn't have thought it would make that much difference, but, oh, it can. Um, <laughs> Was that pain? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to put anyone off, uh, donating because there's so yeah. many fantastic, uh, technicians there and, um, mm. you know, sometimes it can just be you being a little bit wimpy. Uh, we know what mm. uh, women go through in particular through life in general, and they have far more pains than men do. So, um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not winching about anything at the moment, although my hand hurts like hell, but apart from that, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm all right. I'm okay. And, um, and we, all thank, yes. we all thank you for pushing on with through your pain at the moment to get this show going today. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, absolutely. But I mean, it was so worthwhile and it was so, so, um, so important to do to get as Andrew's message out, because as he mm. said, it's fantastic. All the volunteers that that help out, they couldn't run. It's it, it's nuts when you think about it. They, they, mm. Seriously, there should be enough funding from the government just so they can just get on and do what they need yeah. to do and yeah. get donations from the yep. bloody country so yeah. that uh, people aren't dying. It's it's just such yeah. a no-brainer to me. Without it, we've got worse health outcomes for many people. That's so, it. Yes. Exactly right. So everyone, yeah. 
Go out there, donate. Yes, as I said before, donate until you die. Yes. Um, you know, that should be the slogan. It really should be. But um, maybe that's a little bit in your face. But, um, but you yeah, know, so that was absolutely uh, fantastic. So um, I thought what we might do is I was reading the other day about a um, about an organisation. It's called uh, globalcitizen.org. Um, and if I can put my mic down for half a second with my hand, I'll give you an idea mm-hmm. of what it's about. Because obviously the segment is blurred on society. So I thought, well, I'll tack another societal um, mm-hmm. uh, type uh, conversation in. Organisation. Organisation, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, globalcitizen.org, uh, it's a website but it's a organization um sort of more than that and i I think it's been going for since 2006 i think so i don't know if you remember the make poverty history concert um i think uh i think pearl jam were on that concert i think um uh it was it was a lot of bands actually might be dropping out a bit so apologies for that I'm just having a look here. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything. No, you seem all right. So did you hear what I said about the okay. make poverty Must history? Be from my oh, end. Yeah, oh, it could be my end. Oh. Who knows? Um, yeah, make poverty history. Um, do you remember the concert? Uh, no. That's not oh. the Bob Geldof one, is it? No, no, no. That was Live Aid. That was... Um, that was the Live Aid, uh, Live Aid, Ethiopia. Oh, the Australian one. Yes, the Australian one from a couple of years ago or something. Oh, about 17 years ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I, right. I think, just, well, while I'm talking about it, if you want to mm. look um, look up Make Poverty History and just see what the the yearage was on it, um, oh. one of a better word, Um and anyway, that was all part of the global citizen. And global mm-hmm. citizen, as you can imagine, is being a global citizen, i.e. what can you do that's going to affect internationally? Um, and sometimes it doesn't even need to be that big. I mean, I know it, sounds, it can seem a little bit twee and it can sound a little bit ridiculous at times, but mm. if all of us had a goal, like if every single one of us that has a house, that rents a house or whatever lives in some sort of dwelling, and some sort of neighbourhood went out and went out for, say, 20 minutes, half an hour every day and then just collected rubbish from around Mm. the block of where they are from 20 minutes to half an hour, you would have approximately, um, obviously depending on how much rubbish, but um, just for an example, this afternoon we did that and easily we collected about two and a half kilos of rubbish. Jeez. Yeah, in that it, period of time. In that half an hour period of time. Wow. And and as I say, although that doesn't I mean, I know you understand the value of that, but the thing is, if that wasn't picked up, it goes straight into the storm um mm. storm drains. Yeah, drain. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then straight out into the sea. At least by picking it up, you either hopefully can put it into recycle bin if that's where it belongs, or into the rubbish where then it gets put away properly. Correct. So if you could just imagine, Ooh. just for two seconds, if you imagine that everyone in your area did the same thing. Wow. You can imagine easily how fast 
we could um, stop our seas deteriorating mm. and our drains from blocking up. Yeah. Um, you know, That's a great point. So, as I say, something that simple and that local, and um, and and that's just one tiny action that is on this site, but mm. it's got a whole bunch of uh, different things as well. Um, and there's like a whole bunch of different little like goals and journeys that you can take as an individual. It's well worth looking at. Um, if you can okay. pop it up uh, on the um, on the ticker, that would be fantastic. It's globalcitizen.org forward slash en forward slash partners mm -hmm. um, if, right. you try, if you're trying to find it. Um, did you find anything on the Make Poverty History? Um, yes, so any... it was 2005 it was. Ah, well, yeah, see, it was. It yeah, was 18 years ago. I know. It's phenomenal, isn't it? I think uh, it started in the UK and Ireland. If make, make Poverty History? Yeah. Oh, uh, look, it... It may have. I'm not sure. But I think the one that was here, I think, that was done in 2006, uh, was done by the uh, gentleman that started um, Make Poverty History. I'm just trying to uh, – sorry. Uh, One-handed? Yes. It's, it's, it is a little <laughs> bit different um, and a little bit difficult, um, especially when you haven't quite got your um, – uh, mouse uh, correct when you're a right-hander and not left-hander, if mm. you understand what I'm saying. You don't have one so, of those ergonomic uh, mice, do you? Because that would be even worse, doing it left-handed. No. Yes, you're right. No, I don't. So, so I shouldn't that's be okay. laughing at you. I shouldn't be laughing. No, that's okay. No, it's fine. Many people do. It's all right. You can you can join the chorus. It's not a big deal. I, I don't take it um, <laughs> to heart. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so... Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to see if I can just pop this up on the screen. Okay, so I'm just going to put media up there. So, okay, so Red Hot Chili Peppers and Lauren Hill at the Global Citizen Festival 2023. So join the global uh, movement to end extreme poverty. There you go. So that's on uh, September the 23rd in Central Park. So right. that's the sort of thing. Looks that like we're going there for the um with the new blurt. So we'll be getting <laughs> off there. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is the other thing is when we're talking about our um, greenhouse gases and our greenhouse footprint, we, we don't want to we don't want to fly anywhere we don't need to fly. So mm. we um you know, we need to um we need to take that into consideration as well. So I'm just that trying true, to put so. us back where we were. I'm not exactly sure which uh, one we were on. Sorry, I do like trying to change it. There trying to change it, but it's not happening. There it is. Yes. Yes, the heart's back. Might be the heart's back. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so it's... you can take it. There's a whole bunch of... Yeah, there is. Yes, there is a bit of lag. I can see it happening this end as well, but um, but that that's all right. We'll 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 just um, we'll battle on. on like we um, do. Yeah. So basic. Absolutely, absolutely. So it says, take action. Join the movement by taking action with millions of people like you are dedicated to making the world a better place. Total actions taken, and that is sort of what I was just talking about before. That's called an action. Um, Thirty-three point six million actions have taken and the lives that have been impacted because they you know they fundraise as well um mm. is 1.29 billion lives wow 
so it's it's yeah so it, it's 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 just a fantastic um opportunity initiative. for yeah. yeah it is it is a really good initiative so um i mean some as i say sometimes these things can be a little bit twee when you sign a petition here and there mm. on facebook or whatever but mm. this this is uh, globalcism.org is pretty serious and they're taken pretty seriously internationally as well yeah um okay. so anyway uh i just you know thought who, it was well worth mentioning. you know who, who it's run by like who who are the people behind it i absolutely do but you're just gonna have to just bear with me for a second um because i had all of that information at my fingertips, but then obviously my um, five fingertips. Correct. My <laughs> <Not> computer <ten>. decided <laughs> to do something else. So, to give you an idea, mm. the part the partners of Global Citizen are Cisco, Verizon, Live Nation, and Live Nation obviously is mm. an event organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Accenture. And Google is in there as well. So yeah, they've got okay. some pretty serious partners. Mm. And uh, the media partners is Reuters and iHeart. And I and and that okay. sort of leads me to think that you're probably right that it does have a UK grounding somewhere. Um, although I do know that an Australian um, is uh, one of the, I think, one of the founders. I'm not saying he is the founder, but I'm pretty sure he's one of the founders. What I might do is do a little bit of homework and just come back with a, a, a few more um, accurate details next week because I okay. don't like leaving it just uh, on the edge, especially when something mm. as uh, serious as, as this. And important as this, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But anyway, so that's that's what I'm uh, bringing to the blurt this week. Nice, but nice. But I think really uh, it's been a, a pretty serious night, but it's been a very educational one, I think. I absolutely loved having Andrew on. That was fantastic. Oh, losing again might be for my end. Uh, you're back. Yeah. And uh, back. Okay, I good. think without a shadow of a doubt, it's time for this. My brother-in-law was addicted to the hokey pokey. It is, and if it anyone's is. joining us live and they have a joke, bring it on. That, as long as it's not, you know, terrible. Not not too uh, crass or terrible. Yeah, yeah, Although, yeah. Well, terrible dad is all joke, right. It's not yeah, terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad jokes, mum jokes are fine. Grandpa yeah. jokes, I think Americans call it. Oh, really? Okay. I, I think so. That. Or Uncle Jokes. I can never remember. It's one of the two. Okay. All good. But I've got one. Go for it. When you die, so speaking of blood and everything else, seeing as it's the hot topic of the night, Excellent. when you die, what part of the body dies last? Well, at the moment, I'd say it's my hand. Um... Okay, no, definitely not that. It's the pupils. They dilate. Ah, oh, <laughs> God, that's good. That's so good. That's bad. That's uh, so good. That's bad. Um, hold on. Sorry, I, I am not. I, it's very hard with one hand. I need to just. Uh, here we go. Sorry, I need to get this bit. Uh, there you go. There we go. I was just a bit slow there. 
Uh, all right, well, all right. I, know, I know you have some more, but I'm just going to jump in and you can do the next one. Um, did you hear about the guy who invented the knock-knock joke? Um, no. He won the Nobel Prize. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay, looks like we got one from Vicky. Oh, okay. nice. I hope she didn't give us a punchline straight away. All right. Uh, I spotted an albino Dalmatian the other day. It was the least I could do for him. <laughs> uh, oh, that's, that's a good sensational. One. That's a good one. Uh, you can come back anytime. <laughs> yes, um, I've got another oh, yeah. one for you. So, Hold on. Uh, right. Oh, yes, she deserves that. Yeah, um, absolutely. The least you, know there's, you know there's no official training for rubbish collectors, right? They just pick things up as they go along. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Very good. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Hey, um, <clears throat> did you hear about um, uh, when one muffin turned to another muffin in an oven and said, wow, it's pretty hot in here? No, what did she say? And, or they say? And, and the other muffin shouted, wow, a talking muffin. <laughs> that's pretty oh, terrible. Dear. That's pretty terrible. Actually, uh, no, that that should have got what that should have got. That should have got should have got this really. Yeah, exactly. Let's see what I get with this one. Okay. A friend of mine went bald years ago, but still carries around an old comb. He just can't part with it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was very good. No, that was good. Are, are, are you out? Uh, no, no, no. I've got a couple more. Right. Okay. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a few more. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Because we know how great these are. Um, what do you call a couple of chimpanzees sharing an Amazon account? Oh, this is, yeah, okay. This sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Prime mates. <laughs> That's a nice modern one. That's very good. I like and I've got it. one more. This one's a little bit Excellent. longer. All Not right, very cool. long, but a little bit yep. longer. After a prolonged drought when That's the rain came. <laughs> after <laughs> naughty, naughty. Um, <laughs> after a prolonged drought when the rain came, all the animals in the forest were happy except the kangaroo. When the others asked him what the reason was for such sadness, the kangaroo revealed that the rain meant that all of its kids would now be playing inside. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that is shocking. That I had to finish off with a terrible one. Yeah, you did. You did. And so I have to finish <laughs> it off with this. I uh, got one of those. Oh, well. uh, we got one. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. You can't win them all. And... Um, we can't always have um, a good night, but we did. No. It was extremely good. So, um, I'm glad you persisted um, through your pain and your ordeal from yesterday. Um, yes. We all appreciate and love you for that. Oh, well, I, I appreciate you saying that very much. So I've got to tell you, I, I haven't ever told you what actually happened. The, the hardest part of the um, of the op is the five needles you have to have before. 
kids. Oh, really? <laughs> and because uh, they put all these anesthetic needles into your hand mm. and then you can't feel your hand anymore. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden they sort of come around and they go, you know, they pop another needle in your hand and go, can you feel that? You go, can you feel what? Okay, ready for the operation. Let's go. It's a bit so, like when well. I got my BCC, my basal carcin- carcinoma, whatever it was, cell. Um, Did you get it, it was, removed, or yes, was that got, was that just a biopsy? No, well, biopsy and then got removed. But the first needle, like you said, was the hardest and the most painful because it really goes right in. It's the most sensitive part of your body, apparently, and because it's right next to the bone, it was like, yeah, okay, this really hurts. Oh, so, yes. yeah. shit bags. That sounds bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vicky says, thanks, fellas. See you next week. And she also says, get better soon, Kegstar. Ah, uh, look, really appreciate it, Vicky. Thank you very much. And thanks for your questions, as always. Um, look, next week, as usual, we have no idea what we're going to do yet. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but it'll be good, believe it me. It will be good. We'll yeah, have fun, probably, regardless of whatever happens. We, we will indeed. I think we'll probably do um, part in the USA and Green there done that. And I've got a bit of homework with um, Global globalcitizen.org Citizen. so i'll come yeah. back with that as well so awesome. um uh that should be good uh thank you everyone for joining in if you're on the pod thanks for listening uh we love you all of the information is down there blurtstargmail.com at blurt new twitter insta at blurtstar we do have a threads account we have a spatable account you can find us uh, pretty much most places yeah and don't forget if you're watching us on youtube subscribe and like our videos Absolutely. Absolutely. So over to you to end the show. Wentzy, I've only got one hand. All right. I'll use this hand to wave goodbye and the same hand to end the broadcast. Bye. See you next week. See you, buddy. See you, mate. (laughs) See ya.